Where are we now, Yara? Amsterdam. That's a creepy one. Okay, stop it and let's do it together. <laughs> yeah, where are we? Amsterdam. <laughs> Amsterdam. Hello and welcome to 30 by 30, a podcast tracking 30 adventures as challenged by my friends before my 30th birthday. In this podcast series, you're going to hear me climb a mountain, attend a protest, ride a motorbike, attempt to date my comedy idol, yikes, and so much more in episode 13. So my challenge to you was to visit Amsterdam. Fancy donning some clogs, downing some beers and shooting the breeze? If so, join me and more importantly my friend Yawa for this wonderful challenge in Amsterdam. Yawa, where are we now? At the Eurostar St Pancras International. (laughs) Are you excited? I'm excited, but I'm pretty right now. I'm very sleepy. It's too early in the morning. Yeah. But uh, no, this should be good. I'm looking forward to it. Are you excited? I'm so excited. <laughs> yes. Poppy, are you ex- Poppy's also here. Are you excited? Hello. <laughs> yeah, no, I am. It will be fun. Yep, so the three of us caught an early train from London St Pancras to Amsterdam where we planned to while away a long and leisurely weekend in February around a month before the big 3-0. It was genuinely so much more relaxed to pull into a gorgeous city after a train journey from our home city and we started as we meant to go on. So we're enjoying our first drink in Amsterdam. Cheers. Cheers. Poppy. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. Done really very well. We've done four countries in four hours. Yeah, we have. We've passed through four countries. UK, France, Belgium, Netherlands. Here we are. And we're about to make a plan for the next few days. Yes. Yeah. I think it's a good idea to do the tour tomorrow. Yeah. And then we can get the lie of the land. I've already passed. Well, we're sitting opposite two bookshops, which I will be going into. (laughs) It's exciting. Very excited. I need to drop the bag off and then we'll, you know. Yes. Get into the groove. Yes. The first day was a city meet and greet, if you will, familiarising ourselves with beautiful canals and waterways and getting an early, all-important introduction to the local cuisine. And after a much-needed afternoon nap, we headed to a pub with live music where, alongside an eclectic mix of Tina Turner, The Eagles, ABBA and Radiohead, we enjoyed a heartfelt sing-song to our alternative national anthem. Feel free to cover your ears or leave your headphones at this point. And after all, you're my wonder The next day sadly entailed driving rain, but that didn't stop us from getting out and about, largely jumping from cafe to bar, enduring the vicious winds and sideways rain between stop-offs. We have really made a good day out of it so far. Went for a lovely brunch. Yes. Um, Poppy's Poppy's fine. So we're two out of two. Two out of two. And, um, You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, we've been strolling around. So we went to, we went to yeah, like a canal museum, like a canal, canal house museum. Museum, which is um, it's quite good. It's quite empty, isn't it? So yes. We've got it to ourselves. 
and it was dry, cyclist. It's one of those things. You yes. look around 360 degrees, yeah. not left and right. <laughs> yes. Um, and, yeah. and now we just and we went to the floating market, bought some tulip bulbs. That was what a different experience actually. Yes. Yeah. Getting bulbs. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah. um, and now we are heading to this uh, cafe bar which is supposed to be playing jazz music. It's Sunday afternoon, so let's see what it's about. And so finally, we took cover in an artsy cafe, cosy by a wood-burning fire, to record the following. So, Yawa, how do we know each other? So this is a story in itself, I think. Which goes back to a random Thursday in January 2017. Okay. So I went out for some random drinks. Yeah. And with a friend. And... At those drinks, I bumped into certain someone who we now know between us was Colin. Anyway, so you convinced that person to not bail out on our first date. <laughs> That's correct. That's correct, right? So, and here we go, three years later, we're sitting in Amsterdam. The three of us. Three, the three of us. And um, yeah, and uh, you happen to be that certain someone's uh, best mate and, uh, and flatmate. That's it. And I think since then, our friendship has developed in its own right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you are Poppy's boyfriend. I am, yes. Um, and you're right, we hang out. When Poppy was in China, you and yeah. I would hang out. Yeah, pretty regularly. Yeah. Which is, which is, it was the first time I started hanging out with you. So just us two started hanging out, and it was lots of fun. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, what was your challenge to me? So my challenge to you was to visit Amsterdam, and uh, because it's one of the cities I love a lot, and I just thought we have some sort of similar personalities, and I thought that you would really that's interesting like it too, and so, you know. How do you think we have similar personalities? Um. Chilled out, sort of a more uh, liberal outlook to life. Yes. Uh, and uh, relaxed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. That, and you know, it's it's a, it's a cool breezy place. So I thought you would. Uh, it's got something for everyone. Yes. So uh, yeah, that's why I suggested Amsterdam. Yeah, it's it's that kind of place you had not been to, but I think it's that kind of place you can keep coming back to again and again. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. So we, so we we've been here for about twenty. That's six hours? hours. No, what, 30 hours. 30 hours. There we go. Um, and I'm loving it. We, when we were walking along earlier, Poppy said, and she's right, um, my favourite city um, is Copenhagen, and it definitely makes me think of Copenhagen. Exactly as you said, like, it's really chilled, everyone's really good looking without trying hard to be good looking. Yeah, they're all dressed immaculately, the canals, sort of, you know, the liberal approach, progressive approach to life. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, it's, um, it's. I think I think we've lucked out. We haven't visited in the touristy season, so no. I think we we have the city to ourselves. Uh, even though we are battling a storm right now, uh, but um, yeah, we've got two more days to go. So I think the fun is still to come. So when I said you asked you all for these challenges, yeah. why did you think Amsterdam? Was was it was it because it is your favourite city? So you wanted to introduce. Because I, well, there were two, three reasons. I mean, we hadn't we hadn't been on a on a break, the three of us. So I thought that would be a good idea. But also, I thought you would like it. I love it, and it's a place sort of like you know where we could go for a weekend and do lots of different things. Yes. So, uh, yes. Yeah, it would it would be a different kind of a challenge. It's an experience, but yes. it's also sort of like something to 
sit back and you know. Yes, yeah. and we have we have already done a few things. Like we visited one museum. Yeah. Um, we've eaten well. We went to a pub and watched live music. We're currently in a jazz cafe, and jazz is gonna, jazz is going to start in about thirty minutes time. Um, I imagine we'll have a night out. Standard. Yeah. That's, um, that's compulsory for all three nights. Yes. <laughs> oh, is that part of the challenge? That's part of the challenge. Part of the challenge is so that by the time you go back, you feel absolutely knackered. Yeah. So have you been, so you've obviously been to Amsterdam before. I have been here. This is my fourth visit. This is your fourth visit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, this has changed quite a lot, but um, every time I've been here, I've done something different. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the wonderful thing about this place is that you can just keep on walking, and everything is nearby yeah. and uh, yeah you can the museums there's coffee shops there's bars yeah. there's music a lot of people um, it does strike me that Amsterdam is a bit like Berlin and that whoever I know who's been to Amsterdam just loves it and yeah. everyone that I know yeah. who's been to Berlin feels yeah. exactly the same way um, so it's really cool to finally have kind of made it here yeah. and we came on the Eurostar we came on the Eurostar we are uh, watching our carbon footprint correct <laughs> I mean, that was actually uh, very nice as well. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to go to the airport, so we were here at what, what time were we here? 11 a.m.? No, uh, sorry, 12 p.m. 12, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it was about 7, 7, tr- 7 yeah. a.m. train and then yeah. 4 hours. Exactly. With all the screaming children. Yeah. So, which wasn't so relaxing. Right, Yawa, the big question. How, so you are now 31. 31, yeah. You've just turned 31. Yeah. How did you feel about turning 30 and or how do you feel about being now in your 30s so i was actually quite excited to turn 30 so i was quite happy and uh, um i didn't have a massive thing but it was sort of like lots of my close friends were together on my 30th but um I think after a difficult mid to late twenties, yeah. my life sort of like you know started turning a corner in my twenty eighth year, twenty eighth to twenty ninth year. Okay. So thirtieth was sort of like the big one for me because things really started, you know, falling into place which I had envisioned in terms of my career, where I wanted to be, what I wanted to do. So I think thirtieth for me was really great. Okay, uh, that's a really positive thing to hear. Yeah. And uh, but it's a slight one. I turned thirty one and suddenly. Um, I've started having a realization that actually time is ticking and I need to do other things as well. So, uh, and actually, this was driven home uh, inadvertently by someone who said that actually, if you think about it, it's a very grim way of looking at things, but I'm going to share this. Yeah. So, uh, when you turn 31, you actually start your 32nd year. Yeah. So you've completed 31. Yes. So you're in your 32nd Somewhat, year. Yes, I've had that said to me as well. So Someone said, technically you are in your 30th year now. And I was like, my scarf like clenched <laughs> around my neck. <laughs> Which is when I realised, I was like, oh my God. I'm yeah. going to, you know, get a, get a kick on. Exactly, yeah. you know, I need to... Uh, uh, not not saying time isn't on my side, time is, but sort of like, you know, I can't just sort of now anymore say that, you know, oh yeah, we'll see whatever, when that happens. What happens, exactly. yes. Need to have some sort of a 10-year plan now in place. So is so. that, is, yes, that sounds like you though. Do you have like, 
I do. Like a, like a five, ten year plan. Yeah. Yes. Well, I, I don't have a five year plan, but I do have a ten to fifteen year plan. Has, has, have you always been like that? Or is it just since kind of being around 30 that you've kind of began to think that? I mean, way? I've always been like that. But since I turned 30, and as I said, since basically, you know, things started falling in place, I had more, I had a mental capacity then to actually, or mental space, not capacity, space to think of things what I want to do in the next 10 years. Yeah. Long term goals, not short term goals. Uh, but yeah, uh, and uh, it's exciting. Yeah. So I think 30, th- your 30, 30th decade um, is probably one of your best ones from what I've been told. Yeah. Because by that time you're old enough to make your own decisions yeah. and not care about whatever people think. Yes. Hang out with yes. you want to hang out with. You've sort of like, you know, got a lot of stuff you know, out of your system. Yeah. And, and uh, you're earning well. Yeah, you hope, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, you've got your core set of friends, you're independent, you've had life experience. Yeah. And um, I think um, your 30th year, yeah, 30th decade, decade is actually when you sort of like really enjoy your life. Because in your late 30s, then you sort of like people start thinking about other things, right? So, yeah. you know, who knows? Maybe family. Or, mm, you know, you start thinking, yeah. yeah, exactly, I need to buy this, I need to. Okay, right, I'm going to sound, sound very boring now, but yeah. you know, people say that actually in your late 30s, you really start thinking about your investments and pensions. You yeah. don't have to think about these things now. You should, yeah. but these few years are really to enjoy now because everything is under your control. Yes, and, that's uh, a really nice way yeah. of thinking about it. So you've kind of got the drama of your 20s done and dusted. Exactly. You don't have the responsibilities yeah. of your 40s onwards. Yeah. You've got your stability now. where it's at. Yeah, that's a really nice way of thinking about it. I have heard that people have said... <laughs> Turning 31, exactly as you've said, is harder than turning 30 because then you are in in your 30s. Yeah. And it doesn't come with the bells and whistles of the big 3 0. No. Um, but it's you, you have hit on what you just said about kind of being in your 30s and being independent, whatever. It's really strange because I have been, as you all well know, I've been feeling funny about turning 30. Yeah. But strangely, over the past few months, I have slightly not made I haven't made my peace with it but I've just suddenly found like this inner um like how, how do I word it I feel older and more mature and more boring and I'm happy with that for example I've spent lunch breaks you know in Muji buying really nice socks and lo- <laughs> absolutely loving it I like now my walking boots are one of my most favorite pairs of shoes and, and I'm a beneficiary of that uh, you buying socks so, uh, <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I don't know, this, I have felt just a weird, it's really strange, it's sort of been since the start of this year, since the start of 2020, that I have just felt a slight shift, and whilst I feel really nervous and I'm not looking forward to turning 30, I also do, I think we touched on it on your episode, probably, that kind of that thing of saying, do you know what, if I don't want to go out, I'm not going to go out, and I'm really cool with that. Yeah. Um, How much do you think that acceptance coming to terms with turning 30 has been as a result of talking to your friends about it and doing your challenges yeah do you think that's had an influence or do you think that it just has come as a result of this is my now i'm now just about to turn 30 this year yeah feeling a bit older i think i think it's the latter to be honest i do think it is just coming to terms with it but that being said this process has been very enriching there has been quite an equal split of those people who are dreading it yeah. or dreaded it and those people who actually have been like it means nothing um, and that to me both of those things are really reassuring because I 
you know, I, I find it reassuring that I'm not the only one who's a bit like, oh my God, this is terrifying. But also that other people are saying, Luce, it's cool. Honestly, it's just numbers doesn't mean anything. It's great. As you've just said, it's a great decade. So I think probably maybe all of those pieces, you know, every conversation I've had has, been, has given me something yeah. and some kind of strength, I suppose. But I do also just think that, like Yao said, I haven't found my 20s particularly easy, but actually you're happy now to kind of close the door on that chapter and sort of start a new chapter and embrace different things. Yeah. I don't know. And also in this decade, I think I started feeling a bit more as well um, since I turned 30. Is that... Uh, maybe this is just me or whatever. There's no longing for acceptance anymore because being very happy with your own self. Yes. And, you know, like, going at your own pace. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's not a race. It's, uh, yeah. it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so I think I think you're in for good times in your 30th decade. Yeah. Um, I mean, I always felt that there were some experiences I missed out on mm. in my 20s, for example, you know, traveling. Yeah. Or, or all that kind of stuff because, you know, I... Started my A levels, straight away to university, straight away to uh, NPC. Yeah. And my, I, you know, I'm lucky, but also it has been my slight regret that actually my last exam was on Thursday and I was in work on the Monday. Right. So I've never had a break in my life. And so, no. you know, it's been education, then work, and then trying to build my career up and other things in life. So, and I always thought that actually when I speak with people, that, you know, people have been traveling, people have, you know, they got some time out, gappies, whatever. Uh, and that made me feel that am I missing out on something but since I turned 30 because this I think Poppy would agree to this it used to be my dread as well that you know like for example Poppy has been traveling yeah. like most of my friends have I haven't ever yeah. but since I turned 30 I actually realized that it doesn't really matter because I can still go in my 30s yeah. and actually be in a position to relocate somewhere and explore a place or that part of the world in comfort. Yes. Rather yes. Than actually, Doing it on a shoestring. Yeah. So exactly. And um, I think also I've realised that actually not comparing ourselves to other people is something which we yeah. keep in mind. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you do that? Do you compare yourself to other people? I, I exactly. I, I used to be very sort of like competitive in terms of what my career ambitions were and where I wanted to be. More, so you know, looking at my friends who are doing better than me or whatever. So yeah. Trying to think that no, I need to do this. But since. I don't 30 things change as well but since then I've been like oh no I'm at my own pace yeah and I'm enjoying uh, yeah and I've got a great partner so uh, yeah. things, are, things are good yeah I think uh, you're feeling good about your 30s yeah yeah that's great to hear there were many more laughs drinks music games and waffles with a good dollop of culture on top in my books, that's a brilliant weekend, and let's be honest, it wasn't a hardship in the slightest, hanging out with two of my best mates in an achingly cool city. Yao was chief coordinator and navigator, poppy restaurant researcher, and I did essentially nothing other than feel thoroughly spoiled. Plus, I loved Yao's optimism for his 30s, and I love the idea that it's sandwiched by the dramatic 20s and responsible 40s. Bring it on. I asked my tribe about their favourite cities. New York and Paris are the greatest cities in the world. But I would live in Nashville in a heartbeat for its food, art, music, shops, parks. My favourite city would have to be Auckland, I think, uh, just because I love being by like the water. It was so beautiful and being by the ocean and going to the beach, but it was a really cool cosmopolitan, vibrant city with loads of travellers uh, and they love their sport as well. So it was always so much rugby on, which I loved. I think Copenhagen would have to be up there. 
It's one of those cities that you can just picture yourself living in. There's lots to see, but at the same time, it's really chilled. And the done thing is to sit outside a cafe with a hot drink and a blanket, which suits me down to the ground. So for me, my favourite city has to be Rome. Um, It's full of history uh, and I can geek out about the Romans to my heart's content. Um, It's packed full of art, which, as you know, Katie loves. And it's also, it's the first kind of proper holiday the two of us went on together. So, um, yeah. So thank you, Yawa, for this weekend of highs. I can totally see why you love Amsterdam. As the Dutch say, dankje and tot ziens. Though not before this. So, we are at the end of our trip. Lucy, what do you think of Amsterdam? Did you enjoy yourself? 